Hello, Misty. Hello, Ike. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. It's Thursday. It is. You know what that means. It's Thursday, and you know what that means. It Tomorrow's food Friday, <laughs> and there might be some beans. <laughs> hey. You know what? What? Writing those kind of songs, somebody might put you on the Grand Ole Opry. Really? Yep. You think so? Uh, no. No, okay, yeah, be kind. Sure. <laughs> Today's all about the Grand Old Opry, guys. Yep. And girls. Yep. Guys is an East Coast terminology for everyone. It's, it's non-gender dudes, specific. Dudes, it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, it just means everybody. And we'll, all y'all. All, 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 <laughs> all y'all. All y'all. All y'all can kiss my whole <laughs> My whole ass. ass. <laughs> and uh, what, an invi- <laughs> what an invitation to come listen to the oh, Misty Mike show. Oh, come and join us. Come and join us, buttholes. We are going to get right into the Grand Old Opry. <laughs> right after our snappy little intro song. Are we ready to begin? Good morning! My name is Misty. Come on, Ike, it's time. We would be honored if you would join us. The greatest adventure of all time. We just become best friends. Yep! Come on, let's get in character. What are you waiting for, huh? Oh, come on! I don't know why we do that. I don't either, but it's funny it every funny. single time. Speaking of funny, the Grand Old Opry isn't just for musicians anymore. It's not. Yeah. It's not. You can be a comedian and play there. You Yes, the Opry showcases famous singers, contemporary chart toppers, performing country, bluegrass, Americana, folk, gospel, as well as comedic performances and skits. 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 I have. We do skits. We're, we're skitters. <laughs> skitters? You might want to stray away from. We're, I don't know if that means something weird like scatters. No, or I don't know. Like this is a wholesome program for families. Mm, no, it's not. No. Um, <laughs> did you know in not, in its ninety five years, the Grand Old Opry has had six homes. I am not surprised. I myself have only been to the Ryman, which is its current home. Yes, we're doing this episode by the way because this was the day in history that the Grand Old Opry premiered on the radio for the very first oh, time. We should have said that in the intro. You know. I forgot. It's okay. So here we are. Here we are. <laughs> it's just me, you, and a couple of people just, just hanging out. Fun, hanging out. Just um, like you do at the Grand Ole Opry. But that leads me to the thing we were talking about right before we recorded was that there's a circle there on is. the stage. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any actual facts about it, but I think that might be from their original home. Oh, I hope that it's moved everywhere with them. That would yeah. be a really cool story. I'm, I'm sure it's got to be in one of these facts. Yeah. You know what the original name of it was? I don't. What was it? The Grand Old Opry's original name was WSM Barn Dance. <laughs> okay. The radio show wasn't named the Grand Old Opry until 1927 when radio announcer George D. Hay called the show by that name on air. He took inspiration from the show that ran on WSM directly before the WSM Barn Dance, which featured classical music and grand opera selections. Hay joked on air that while listeners had been enjoying grand opera, they would now be able to enjoy the Grand Old Opry. And the name stuck. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You start joking on people and they're like, oh, I like that name. Can I read to you some of the bands that were regularly on the show oh, in the yeah, early days? Definitely. Bill Monroe, The Possum Hunters, mm. The Fruit Jar Drinkers with Uncle Dave Macon. Well, you can't have the Fruit Jar Drinkers without <laughs> Uncle Dave. The Crook Brothers. <laughs> the Binkley Brothers Dixie Clodhoppers. Oh, well, of course. Sid Harkreeder. Fiddlin' oh, Arthur Smith. And the gully jumpers. Oh, they're my favorite jumpers. The gully jumpers. <laughs> These names. 
incredible. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, and Judge Hay, like who was the host for a while, liked the fruit jar drinkers and asked them to appear last on each show because he always wanted to close each segment with some red hot fiddle playing. Red hot. Red hot fiddle playing. You got to be red hot if you're going to play the fiddle. Put have a fiddle, fiddle in the band. band. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. Guess how many feet of audio, visual, and lighting cable it takes to bring the Grand Old Opry to life? A whole shit ton. <laughs> <laughs> like a metric fuck ton. An ass load, a butt, An ass load, a butt ton. A, a butt ton. Yeah. Um, it takes 15.8 million feet of audio, visual, and lighting cable to bring the Grand Old Opry to life. The Grand Old Opry house complex uses... 15.8 million feet of cable to broadcast live shows, which have been transmitted from the same tower located in Brentwood, Tennessee, since 1938. The tower was once the tallest in the United States. Mm. I'm going to call bullshit on that number. Okay. Why? 15.8 million feet, right? That's a lot. And I'm going to call bullshit on that as well. Yeah. It ain't that big. Nope. We don't bring... We don't even use that much we, on tour. We bring... And we wrap that shit all over the ceiling of arenas. Uh-huh. You can set that up and That's, tear it down every single night. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to call bullshit on that yeah. too. That number's not right. I mean, I would go maybe maybe a million? <laughs> maybe. I mean, how far can the soundboard be it, it, and the lighting board be from the stage? It's not that now, far. Okay, even if the tower that it's broadcast from is a mile away. Still. And they ran... 10,000 cables to the tower. Which they don't. It's a mile is 5,280 feet. Mm -hmm. So you know how many miles it would take to make a million feet? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. Let's get the calculator out. You know one number that I do know though. What's that? Is that when the Opry moved into the War Memorial Auditorium, which is the downtown venue adjacent to the state capitol, uh -huh. they charged 25 cents to get in to try to curb large crowds. Mm. But it didn't stop people. They wanted to come cents. and watch the Opry. I'm 25 coming. cents. Can't stop me. I got a quarter. But in 1943 is when they moved into the Ryman Auditorium. 1943? Oh, so it's been there forever. It's been there for a long time. So it switched time. around every year for like five years and they just went to the Ryman. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Which is called the, it's called the Mother Church of Country Music. The Mother Church. The Mother Church. The Mecca. Mothership. Yep. Um, Uncle Jimmy Thompson was the first performer on the Grand Old Opry. Oh, old Jimmy Thompson. He was 77. Why did we get all Southern when we decided to talk about episodes like this? Because it's country as hell. Because it's country as hell, but it's not. October 2nd, 1954, teenage Elvis Presley gave his, op his first and only Opry performance. Hubba hubba. And he won country. He, well, he was the start of rock and roll. Everyone will tell you that Elvis was not, he was not even remotely country. That was something well, people had never heard before at that point. At least white people. That, okay, I'm glad, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you said that. White people. He was the first he white was, rock and he roller. He was the first person. To that, have stolen it from its origins. There you go. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah, let's just give that yes. chicken its due. Absolutely. I don't know why I said chicken. Uh, th what people called it back then was rockabilly. Oh, yeah. The audience politely reacted to his revolutionary brand of rockabilly. Uh, the Opry manager, Jim Denny, told Sam Phillips, who was Presley's producer after the show, that the singer would never be back. His style did not suit their program. Oh, yeah. That, all that uh, thrusting. Woo! Such. You better keep your hips in one place, That's Elvis. right. No shaking. 
No shaking that bacon. <laughs> uh, the Grand Old Opry has inducted more than 200 members. Now, what does it take to be a member? I don't know the answer to that. I mean, I know Ooh. that like you got to be a pretty big deal. Yeah, if you're going to have a fiddle in the band. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, if you don't know the song we're talking about. You got to look it up. I'm gonna what play, is it? I'm going to play a clip of it in gotta a second. Have a fiddle in the band. Um, get rock guitar, don't something for a Louisiana man. Hold on. Got to have a fiddle. I'm going to look. I'm just going to look it up on Spotify. Do you have another fact? I have all kinds of facts. Um, let's see. The area around the Ryman in the late 60s um, basically was falling apart into complete disrepair, Um, urban decay. So a lot of people stopped going to the Opry because of it. Urban decay. That's what it's called, urban decay. Like the makeup. Um, If you're going to play in Texas. You got to have a fiddle fiddle in the band. band. For Louisiana man. man. (laughs) Do you know the name of the artist? If you're gonna play in Texas, you, you gotta, gotta have a fiddle in the band. That lead guitar is hot, but not for Louisiana man. Yeah, I knew the words. Yeah, me too. It's uh, it's by your boy Alabama. Oh, I I remember listening to it when I was a kid all the time. And that's all you get out of that. That's all you get before we get kicked off. Kick us off the YouTube. It's fine. Whatever. We probably just spent whatever what, twenty five grand playing that song. Probably. Yeah, not now. But not, I mean, not now. Later in the future, when our, <laughs> yeah, when our episodes when are worth to, money, and right. then we can't monetize those. Right. Ah, right. we got to stop doing that. We're spending our yeah. future monies. Yeah. And Did, then, uh, go ahead. I want to make sure that we get a chance to talk about this. Okay. I don't want to like run out of time. Take it. Take it away. Did you know that there was a theme park? I did not. Around the Opry. Was it Dolly World? There was Opryland. Oh yeah. Opryland USA theme park. I want to. And the Opryland Hotel. Is it not still there? And uh, the theme park opened to the public on June thirtieth, nineteen seventy two. Um, Whoa! It's indoors. It's weird. That's super cool. It's weird, guys. If you're just listening, switch on over to YouTube. Look at these pictures. The, well, it was demolished. Oh no! Um, it closed and was demolished uh, in nineteen ninety seven, following the Opry season. Why? Because it was weird. Beautiful. It's all inside with like glass ceilings. It's like a mall. There's like lakes and stuff inside. Guys, if you're just listening, Google Opryland and then click on images. It's beautiful. It's like a huge atrium. Mm -hmm. That reminds me of Disneyland. Yeah. You know what? It must be. Sorry, guys. I got a little sniffles today. It's um, it might be because it gets kind of cold in Tennessee in the winter winter time. time. So you could still have a festive Mm -hmm. little time. I can't believe they shut it down. Did yeah. they fully like bulldoze it? Well, what they did was they bulldozed it, and then they opened something called Opry Mills. Mm. Um, that opened in May of two thousand. Oh, sorry, I'm still on that picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, they did like an Opryland Star Walk, which is very similar to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh. It's got commemorative plaques of all of the country music Grammy winners. Wow. Um, and I'm not sure if Opry Mills is actually. So Still around. It's been a while since I've been to the Ryman. Um, almost 10 years now, I guess. Whoa. But, uh, yeah. You want to see a sweet map? I do, kind of. Look at that funky map. There's, funky a, there's map, a lake. Eagle Lake. And then there's a train that goes all the way around. Opry Plaza. 
Grand Old Opry House. Grand, grand Old Opry House. So that part's still there. Yeah. But they ripped down all the rest of it, huh? Mm, what I a bummer. So. I got to go yeah. check it out. I've had a ton of friends move to Nashville out of Los Angeles, California. A lot of people have been doing that. And I will tell you, us music folk, we are not fond of it. Why is that? It has ruined Nashville. Oh. Any, a lot of people that lived in Nashville before this big boom absolutely hate it. They, yeah. It's ruined their city. Mm. You know, now they it takes call, three times as long to get anywhere. Yeah. It's overcrowded. The infrastructure's not there for it. The yep. places, you know, your dirty old little downtown bar that you used to go to. Now there's a line of six, you know, bachelorette parties out the door on a Tuesday when you want to go. Like, it's just not the same city anymore. Sounds like I'm going to Nashville. It's a bum deal. Uh, yeah, they should call Austin because uh, Austin's it's getting the same, same thing with comics right now. Same thing. And a lot of those are actually packing up and moving back. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's get you some more op- Opry facts before yeah. we got to let you go for the day here, folks. Um, you know that they do musicals there. I did not know that. <laughs> this is real cool. Uh, from 2002 to 2014, the traveling version of the Radio City Christmas Spectacular would take up residency in the Grand Ole Opry House during the holiday season while the Opry was on hiatus. And they would do Radio City from the Opry. And then a few years later, it was replaced by Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the musical. Oh, cool. Yeah, from 2015 to 2017. And then by Cirque, Dreams of the Holidays in 2018. Now, here's something I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. Because earlier I said they had 200 members, right? Yeah. So you can play there without being a member. Yes, absolutely. But But um, you have to be invited, I believe, to play there. You do have to be invited, and it's a big deal. Yeah. Um... It's, I'm still trying to figure out, like, uh, it says membership is not uh, a posthumous honor, but being asked to join the Opry is still considered one of the highest achievements in country music. I think that the people that are in the organization, the Opry, mm-hmm. have to, like, like, they vote on it and induct new members. That's really cool. So regular performers of the Grand Old Opry can be inducted into the organization as a member. The Opry management... Uh, when it decides to induct a new member, directs an existing member to publicly ask them to join, usually yeah. in a live episode. Mm-hmm. An induction ceremony happens several weeks later where the inductee is presented with a trophy and gives an acceptance speech. Right. Like, for example, when Kelsey Ballerina, Ballerini, Ballerini. sorry, mm-hmm. uh, she was invited to join the Opry on March of 2019. Mm-hmm. And then Little Big Town changed the lyrics of their song Girl Crush. And then mid-performance. Right. Yep. That made Ballerini, at 25 years old, the youngest member mm-hmm. of the Opry. She's lovely. She is indeed. My friend does her hair and makeup, or mm-hmm. at least her makeup. Um, and then right before we leave, yes. remember that um, thing that we talked about where they brought some a piece of history? Yeah. So when the Opry moved from the Ryman, from when the Opry moved from the Ryman, it took a piece of history. It's not at the Ryman anymore? It's at the Ryman. This is, I, it must say. What? This is weird. Can you see this? This is when the Opry moved from the Ryman. It took a piece of history. A six-foot uh, a six-foot circle of wood was cut from the Ryman stage and installed in the new Grand Old Opry House. Some of them, they're not at the Ryman anymore. Weird. That's correct. It says location, 2804 Opryland Drive. Well, when did they leave the Ryman? This is know. weird because the last time I was there, it was at the Ryman. But that's the circle we were talking about, right? That's, oh. They cut the stage of the Ryman out, right? And they took it to the new location, and you can see it. Right. 
because um, of flood devast- devastation. Oh, in though. 2010, uh, the giant flood that it flooded all of Nashville, like um, all of the rehearsal spaces and all of the recording studios lost all. Of, I mean, like millions and millions of dollars worth of guitars and gear, and yeah. it was devastating. Here's a picture of the circle. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Since 1974, the show's been broadcast from the Grand Old Opry House east of downtown Nashville with an annual three-month winter foray back to the Ryman Auditorium. Oh, cool. Okay, I was like, I'm not crazy. I was at the Ryman when we did yeah. it. <laughs> okay. Woo, that threw me off. Yeah. I was like, we are getting to the bottom of this before this episode's over. That's right. Speaking of which. This episode is over. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 